This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello and welcome to Lifetime on Court, the podcast where we discuss your favorite made-for-TV movies. Whether you love to hate watch or hate yourself for loving them, pour up a glass of your favorite cocktail and join us. I'm your host, Patrick Serrano, and my guests today are... I am Drew Current, as always. And I am Darren Robinson. Darren Yay. Robinson. Doodly Robinson. I always wanted my own theme song. I wrote, this. I wrote that song for you. Oh my gosh, thank you. Like a month ago. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Darren, welcome Darren. to the podcast. Thank you so much. I listen all the time and I love you guys. Um, what? Well, it was really funny because Darren was just like, uh, we all do college improv at Annoyance. Mm-hmm. Um, so yep. she was just casually walking by and just like, love the podcast. And I was like, okay, you're my next guest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guess what? Yeah. She's like, oh, really? Like, yeah, great. Yeah. So, li- little known, uh, like if you want to be on the podcast, just literally just tell patrick yeah compliment me uh <laughs> i am you easily swayed like by compliments yep. and flattery yep absolutely. um but no i'm so happy that you're here dan thank you i've been training for this for a long time though yeah. yes i grew up time. watching lifetime and hallmark with my mom right. mm, doesn't everyone perfect. it's like the perfect mom thing to watch but like lifetime like probably not the perfect thing to watch with your mom because it can get pretty scandalous it can but mm. she was really good at explaining things Right. And you're like, okay, I understand this isn't real life. This is TV movie life. Totally. Right? <laughs> this isn't lifetime. I went to Catholic school, so I needed someone to teach me about oh, those kind of things. Right, yes, because yeah. you're not getting that sex ed in Catholic school. No. no Abstinence no, no. is the only way. Sex right? ed, yeah. Sex Absolutely. Ed. I don't, I mean, I never went to Catholic me school neither. or anything, but I, I assume that it's like, all right, now, uh, sex, don't. Right. Exactly. Pretty much. Ever. I go to Loyola and that's what they teach us. Yeah. Really? Even in college? Abstinence and basketball. <laughs> that's all we learn. Abstinence hey, well, and basketball. Whatever works. That's, um, that's going to be your book. That's going to be the new the book, book title. Uh, so we just want to plug your new book. My autobiography. <laughs> yes. Abstinence and basketball. I love it. Yeah. Um, but you really are a writer, right, Darren? I am. Um, I'm working on a few projects with friends right now. Cool. Um, it's you know like going screenwriter okay. or like novels or what what are you writing i started writing a romance novel a year yes. ago when i studied abroad in rome oh and it like was hillary duff is that hillary duff that goes to rome lizzie mcguire yes yeah, yeah. yeah i was the black <laughs> lizzie mcguire love it i see that i Thank see you. that you yeah, have a little cartoon that. that like you know oh throws Air, paper airplanes or something absolutely <laughs> <laughs> she's great she's great but yeah i started writing this romance novel uh i am three chapters in a year and a half later that's just look that's just how writing is yeah. right I yeah mean, you're writing your masterpiece oh yeah it's kind of it's kind of also i don't know how writing is because i don't know do but I, I feel like that's how yeah. it would be you're just like it's like eh, i'll get to it because yeah. it's writing yeah, I have like Google Docs on my phone and on the train I'll open it and be like, 
maybe I'll <laughs> like if I add get like a, a if sentence, I get a whatever. I'm going to add this sentence. Yeah. I like this thought. Yeah. I'm also working on a play cycle, though, with some of my oh, friends. Cool. Um, my friends Robbie and Elijah, who you guys know yes. uh, from improv. And uh, it's about the five stages of grief. And wow, so okay. each of us is writing about a different each, stage. Each stage, yeah. yeah. Yeah, in like a 10 or 15 minute play. So oh, that's cool. Yeah, we, we're, we might film it. You know, it's just we're young and we're just doing stuff. Yeah, that's Fucking, right. That's when you just do that. That's yeah. when you do it because then you get all like bogged down later on. Absolutely. True. Like life sucks way li- later. It does. It sucks. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> True. Right now is the best. No, like in college. No, I'm saying like in, college is in a good way. College is fine. It's like if I do my homework, like great. If, if it, something doesn't get done, it's like I'm not going to die. No. Right. And you're not going to, like, get evicted. Right. <laughs> no. Well, Darren, I'm so glad you're here because we're talking about Midwife's Deception today. Lifetime, new instant classic, Midwife's Deception. Midwife's Deception. Dare I say. Uh, before we jump into the movie, though, just want to mention some yes. reviews we got on iTunes. Yeah. Because um, we were asking for people to review us with emojis. Ooh. Um, and we got mm-hmm. some. We got... We got some great ones. Yeah. Tell here. me about the emojis on, on the page. Oh, boy. We, there's the so many emojis. So many. Um, Well, there's some past ones that, like, we didn't see until recently. Yeah. For whatever reason. Well, I, iTunes does their... They, they do whatever they want. That's true. They do whatever they want. Um, This is from December 7th. Whoa. Old, old school. Check this out. So the name, the name of the person, yeah, or no, the, their their what, handle, what they put in as like the title of their review. Oh, because you put in a title of the review. Oh yeah, I don't know. You do on iTunes. Purple heart, purple heart, purple heart, purple heart, purple heart, purple heart is the emoji. Uh, is the the title of the review? Is this person I love a it. veteran? No. no. Should we thank them for your their I, service? Yeah, I think so. Well, I, well, thank you for your service. Hearts purple of any heart, color, heart. like. Uh, but their review is Christmas tree, lipstick, kiss, uh, kiss. Yes. So thank you. Purple that's heart, the purple review. Heart. That's what I want. I want emojis, and that's it. Five stars and emojis. That's it. What um, other emojis did we get? Oh boy, we got okay. We got sp- sparkle pink heart, sparkle <laughs> pink heart, sparkle pink heart, sparkle pink heart. Uh. Yellow ribbon, pink heart. Yellow ribbon, pink heart. Yellow ribbon, pink heart. Yellow ribbon, pink heart. These are a lot of emojis. Poop emoji. Mm. That's for you. That's for me. <laughs> alien, alien, alien. I feel like that might be for you too. Maybe. I hope so. <laughs> Clap, sci-fi. Clapping hands. Yes. Uh, exclamation <laughs> point, exclamation point. What color are the clapping hands? Are uh, they multiracial ca- clapping hands? Or? You know what? They're actually, it's a, I would call it um, uh, racially like ambiguous. Like Simpsons. Yeah, they're kind of like... It, it's, more of a, it's more of a color? potato. Oh. A potato <laughs> color. Potato. Oh, yeah. okay. Damn. Uh, and then... And then there's one uh, that the title is Pour It Up. Um, five stars. All of these are five stars, by the way. Good. Uh, red Heart. Oh, for love. Poop emoji. Wow. Okay. So This maybe... person is very regular. Yes. 
Yes. They're well, like, well, they're just like, look, they'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, know? No, it's love this shit. That's what it is. Love this shit. Love this shit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or it's love, love, Pat. I love Patrick. I love Drew. <laughs> yes. So thank you for that's all those the most reviews. Recent one, the so. emojis. Well, that's because we were saying, like, give us emojis. And Drew's like, I want a poop emoji. So thank you for that. Thank Rain you review for us on iTunes. out on the poop emoji yeah. and the alien emojis. I don't know who that's for, but I, I'm going to take it as mine. I think so, because you <laughs> love that sci-fi. I love that sci-fi. Um, but yeah, so thank you for that. But now we are ready to jump <clears throat> right into Midwife's Deception. Midwife's Deception. Starring... People you don't know, but maybe you do, Drew. Um, Katie Savoy, Mm -hmm. Penelope Mitchell, and Billy Armstrong. Yeah. Those are the people. I didn't recognize them from anything. They were all very attractive. Of course. Oh, yeah. As you have to be to be in a Lifetime movie. Absolutely. I mean, that Billy Armstrong had a whole shirt off scene where I was like, ooh, Mm. yes. He was a Southern gentleman. (laughs) Yes, he was. (laughs) Oh, boy. And you did a better accent than anybody in this movie. I can tell you're an actress. (laughs) You can tell I'm from Maryland. There you go. My second Marylander on the podcast. Very exciting. Um, So jumping right in, uh, we open, because it's Lifetime, Drew, on a bloody crib. Uh, What? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a a very... Well, you know, well, it's, it's like a, a teddy bear. A bloody crib. A teddy bear. You hear a couple gunshots and then you pan out and it's like a bloody ass crib. Oh, no. I like, though, I like it that this movie is one of those movies where they show you the end and then they go back and see. You're right. really interested to see how this happened. Yeah, because you're assuming it's the end or somebody else who was killed. And then it. By, oh, a, by okay. a nanny or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you don't know. But it cuts immediately to like. A young happy couple setting up a nursery. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's um juxtaposition, that's what we call that. Oh wait, so yes. oh so it was uh so they're oh they're showing like the end of this. Yeah. And then cut right to the young couple, Sarah, no H and Danny. Mm-hmm. And they're setting up a nursery for a baby that's on the way. She's very pregnant. Seven months. To be exact. I wonder what's going to happen to the baby then. I don't know. We'll see. Um, So (laughs) Sarah goes to her doctor and she's like in the parking lot or as they call it on this uh, show, a parking. What did I write it? Oh, a carport. Or a carport. Yeah. It's Canadian. Yeah. Carport. Yeah. I was like, carport. That's from Canada. Uh, they're, yes, they're Canadian. Very, very blatant <laughs> giveaway at the top that this is filmed in Canada. I was like y'all gave it away. Besides the fact that they're supposed to be in Kentucky and no one has southern accents. Um, that one girl did in the cafe. Oh yes, Allie. They, and, I, and Kelly. So the it's supposed girl. to be. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's supposed to be in Kentucky. That's and true. And they use carport. Oh, yes, guys. there are people who are paid to translate. English into different kinds of English. Like yeah. there are people whose jobs that is. Like really, yeah. There, yeah, I want that specialists. I want that. Like job. if there's a British author who writes a book and he said, "Hey, my characters are American, but I'm British. Can you read this for me <laughs> and see and, if it sounds American?" Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they needed one of those for this because <sighs> mm-hmm. that was like car- God cardboard. Hey, hey, Lifetime. Hire no. Drew. Hire Drew. Hey, Canadians and Lifetime. I've lived in Canada for a time, and I've also lived here for the most of the time. Right. 
and I can totally do that for you okay. guys. There you for go. For half the price. 50%? 50% off. Whoa. I that's, try to give them deals. That's a good deal. Uh, <laughs> but it's lifetime, Drew, so remember, they're not paying a lot. Yeah, that's fine. They're not paying a lot. Even just like a little bit for just being like, uh, yeah, no, that, no one says it. No one says carport, no you idiot. It's a driveway. You so, could pay off your car note with that. Absolutely. Yeah. I, pay off my, I can pay my mortgage with that shit. <laughs> Anyways, Easy. speaking of parking, I need to pay for. <laughs> I need to renew my parking right now. <laughs> you just reminded me. <laughs> um, we, we have an app for that in so Chicago. I do. I have an app. I'm going to do it right now while we're doing. <laughs> oh, it says Loyola wins. My app just told me Loyola wins. So Loyola wins. They won. They won basketball. Did they win all basketball? Were they playing tonight? No, the game know. is supposed to be Saturday. Oh uh, well, I mean, maybe they won something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, they, they're in the final four. Go Blurs! That's my school. Go Blurs! Um. Anyways, so <laughs> what's her name? Sarah's in the carport, uh-huh. and she meets Gina with a J. I looked it up on IMDb. Gina with a J. Oh, Sacrilege. No. Yeah, blonde. She's like a blonde girl. She's kind of like just hanging out. Or she's whatever. got this like beach hair where you can tell that. It, her hair is not actually wavy like that. She probably puts it in a ton of braids at night and like hairsprays it with the sea breeze stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like she tries. She tries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, hey, um, I'm a midwife. <laughs> <laughs> and Sarah's like, like, great. She has a line. She says a line. She says, oh, you know, I'm not just a creepy person in a carport. Yeah. I'm an, a midwife. And Sarah's like, great, I just moved here and uh, looking for a midwife. Do you want to go get lunch? So they go get lunch. Um, complete stranger. It's obvious that Sarah's like kind of lonely in this town. So we get through all the exposition at this lunch, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So we find out that, A, no one has Southern accents except for this waitress, Allie. Um, Danny's mom died, okay? So Danny, the husband, Sarah's husband, <laughs> his mom died. They moved to Kentucky to, like, settle the estate. But he got a really good job, and they decided mm-hmm. to move here from L.A. So Sarah's, like, a very L.A. She, like, does yoga. She, she brought salad. in a salad, a salad that had quinoa and kale. Quinoa and kale. And people didn't know what quinoa was. Kentucky moms were shitting their pants. What? Is this a quinoa? What are the pork chops? Like at this point, they're just so behind. At this point, yes. everyone fucking knows what quinoa. Everyone is. knows what quinoa and kale is. Kale's like well, kale's out. been anyway. Anyway, so we learn that <laughs> Sarah does not want to be is not on social media. She doesn't have a Facebook. She has family issues. She just yeah. moved there. She's a bad relationship with her mom, which is perfect and this is the for Gina. No, this, oh, this is, is this is Sarah, oh, the pregnant woman. Oh, 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 okay. Gina is like listening to all this and like taking literally like probably like taking notes like, uh huh. OK, tell mm-hmm. me more about yourself. Tell me more about tell yourself. me more about how you're lonely and vulnerable and how I can take advantage of you. Yeah. Right. So yeah. she like they finish lunch and then Sarah goes home. And it's like I made a friend. And then you like pan outside to the window and who's like in the car looking, looking at them. Gina. And then they have the music. Yeah. Is there music? Bling. Bling, totally bling, have like bling, the horror bling, music scary. Oh, it, and Drew, it is yeah. like how you want it in the um the mommy's little angel. You uh-huh. wanted like little like uh, music box. Yes, music. music like uh-huh. it was like it's like scary chill. Mm-hmm. Yep, that is exactly what it is in this yeah, movie. Yeah, good, 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 good. Yeah. Good, um, good, 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 good. So, so let, can I? So yes. I'll say, and this is this is gonna be fun for me. Because so my mom is a midwife. She's actually a midwife. Oh, really? And been a midwife my whole life. Oh, good. So I will. I want to really yes. talk about like what she's like. Well, I'm a midwife. 
Yes, and that's basically her credentials. But she's yes. like, I went to midwife school. I know, <laughs> I'm a registered midwife. I have my certification that says I'm a midwife. And that's fine for Sarah no, you and do. Danny. They're fine for Sarah, that. who's a lawyer, did not ask to see any documentation. She's not a lawyer yet. She's studying to get her to pass the bar. Yeah. But I mean, she keeps telling her. people she's a lawyer, like, throughout the whole movie. But she literally hasn't she taken hasn't the been. test. So she, who's... I've seen Legally Blonde, okay? I know how this works. (laughs) All right, Sarah, if you can't Uh, pull... There's no midwife school. Um, No. That's not a thing. Well... You have to apprentice. It's like being like a master carpenter. Like you can't... There's no like... You don't go to school to be a master carpenter. You just watch a midwife give birth to a ton of babies. Yes. You just got to get on in there and and serve babies to the world. Experiential learning. Yep. Sarah... Invites Jean over for dinner and she meets Danny, the husband, and they like have like normal conversation at dinner, you know, mm-hmm. about your miscarriages or your stillbirth, whatever. <laughs> Just you know, casual, normal, casual dinner conversation. Normal dinner conversation yeah. with a stranger. Uh, Talking the trade, you know, yeah. midwife. <laughs> spin, that, spin that midwife trades. And like they're spin like, the jargon. I think. The only rationale I have for this is that maybe they felt bad that Gina had a stillbirth and is divorced, so they invite her to move into their house at the dinner. Well, she is, okay, she is seven months pregnant. The baby is coming soon. Yes. And in case it's like a This preemie, is the midwife? The midwife had a stillbirth and is divorced. And is pregnant now? No. No. Oh. Sarah's the pregnant one. And okay. She, but she's had some miscarriages too in the past, so this pregnancy is a little risky. So they're nervous. Why did they just invite her into to their home to live? Why? Yeah. I think because oh. they felt bad that she, that Gina has had a stillbirth and ha- is divorced and is living in a cheap motel. They're like, you know, oh, she's, just move oh, in with okay. us. Move in with us. And you can be, okay, be, our, be our midwife <laughs> I was like, I think for I missed, this baby. I miss the living common, in a hotel This thing. is a common thing, though. Um, there was a movie last year called When the Bow Breaks. That was pretty much this. I'm not kidding. That's what it was called. I I already know what that movie is about. Yeah. (laughs) Morris Chestnut was in it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It was like the black version of this. Um, Love that. Yeah. Was it on Lifetime as well? It was not. This was a feature film. Oh. This was in theaters. I want to do a season on movies that should be Lifetime movies, but aren't. <laughs> but, but somehow, yeah, plenty. but somehow they got the funding to, to have through. a premiere. Okay, I'm going to add that to my Perry. list. I'm going to add that to my list, and then I'm going to oh, have you as my Ty- guest. Just all Tyler Perry. All Tyler movies. Perry. Yeah. But yeah, there was a movie like this, well, When the Bow Breaks, last year, and it was about a black family who got a surrogate, and they had the who surrogate. Who played the surrogate? Um, oh, do you watch Easy on Netflix? Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so you know the black girl who's a lesbian? It's her, the girl who plays her best friend. Okay. Really mm. obscure. I'm going to have to look it up. Really but, obscure. Okay, cool. Um, but same thing, same plot device. You move her in so that she's close to the action so yes. that she can do the creepy thing where she goes through your closet and tries on your clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, remember the mm-hmm. hand that rocks the cradle? Yep. That was another one where the nanny moved in and lived with them. Yeah, I mean, that's a classic. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. It's great. So you got to gotta get her close to the formula. action. Hey, it's an easy it, formula. It is a formula. And Lifetime, you know, nails that formula. They, they probably done formula. many iterations of this over the years. Yeah. Um. So, yes. So there's a mommy meetup thing that happens next. Mm-hmm. And the, I just want to quickly just go through the, like, terribleness of these moms. So yes. it's, it's like they're <laughs> Kentucky moms. And they're, there's the one that you were mentioning. What was her name? Her name is Kelly. Kelly. Blonde. 
she's like very bitchy nice. Mm-hmm. Kelly was wondering, um, what did she ask? She said, you don't like sweet tea? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're all pissed that uh, Sarah doesn't drink sweet tea. Like, they got really <laughs> angry about this. Like, this you don't like what, sweet tea? This is what they yeah. And Sarah's like, I don't, I don't want to have caffeine for the my Canadians baby. Canadians are showing their asses on this. So yes. Like, well, what did, what what did, did Southern, Southerners? Uh, well, what did Southerners hate? I don't know. They I don't like it. Sweet tea. Sweet tea. Yeah. They don't like it when you don't like sweet tea? Yeah. yeah probably. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So they they Action. don't. They don't like the sweet tea. They don't know what quinoa is, which we mentioned. And then they're very pushy about Sarah's reasoning for not being on social media and judgmental of her not being on social media. I mean, I could see that just being like a general, like, weird like bored mom thing but they're like mean she's like mean about it they were really mean the part that i thought was especially mean um at this cafe by the way called shakespeare and company i kept thinking it was a theater (laughs) (laughs) well because that's what it didn't it didn't correlate to me that every time they showed the shakespeare and company like they show the outside of the building and then they cut to like inside and it's like a cafe I didn't realize that those were the same place. <laughs> like, oh, no, I thought we were going. <laughs> like, why are we out of theater? <laughs> yeah, That's okay. the name of a very famous bookstore in Paris where oh. Ernest Hemingway and F. Scott Fitzgerald used to write. So well. I just think it's really funny that. Wait, that's a ca- Shakespeare, Shakespeare. Shakespeare and Company. Company. It's the name of a bookstore in Paris. Oh. Where like Gertrude Stein and all these lost generation. Oh, so they're trying to be like fancy maybe they're trying to be a little pretentious but then the first line the first line they say they're like sarah with an a no h how fancy oh yeah they were like so excited that she had no h but i prefer sarah's with an h if you don't have an h i don't trust you and if you don't drink sweet tea i really don't trust you (laughs) there you go um so their bullying gets like to to sarah and she goes to the the restroom to cry because she's very upset and emotional because she's pregnant Sure. And then Allie's there, the waitress from earlier, mm-hmm. with a, with the actual Kentucky accent. That kind of goes away as we go through the movie. Um, <laughs> and she's like, here's my number. Um, let's be friends. And, you know, don't let those girls get to you. Like, they're just bitches from Kentucky. And she said, now we're BFFs. Yeah. Just like that. And they talk about <laughs> texting. And she's like, well, just text me. But don't, do not text me emojis. Emojis are creepy. And I don't like their little faces. And Sarah's like, you're right. I hate emojis, too. They suck. So they're not writing a review for this podcast um, with emojis. But Uh-oh. They lost some points there. They did. But Drew, yep. mental note that. Mm-hmm. Mental uh, note I'm that, gonna, I'm going to mental note it that. It comes back. I I would oh. assume so. Yeah. You'll see. You'll see. If, if it was a Hallmark movie, it wouldn't. I, I, I would brush it off as just something they tried to make a joke about. Yes. And then it never comes back. But Lifetime, they always bring that shit back. There was another thing they brought back, too. Um, Kelly said, uh, Kelly wanted Sarah to eat some Tylenol, to take some Tylenol, to take (laughs) some Tylenol pills. And Sarah was like, no, I don't want to take anything. You know, she's pregnant, doesn't want to ingest anything. And then Kelly's like, oh, my doctor said we could take this. He seemed reputable. My doctor. Are you a doctor? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of doctor shaming, so which does come rude. back. It does. Yeah. It does. You'll see, Drew. Um, <clears throat> okay. So Gina moves in to the house, <laughs> and she brings a housewarming gift, a candle, and like a nice holder for the candle. Okay. Inside the holder is a camera. camera. Like a nanny cam type of situation. 
So Sarah puts it in the bedroom. Now Gina can see all the shit happening oh, in the bedroom. Oh, she doesn't know it's in there. No. no. Okay, cool. It's a hidden camera kind okay, of thing. Okay, gotcha. And Gina was like, oh, it's it's to help you, you know, with, you know, your it's sexy like a, times. Yeah, a fertility candle or something stupid. Mm-hmm. Which they don't really need at this point. No, they no. don't. But they still heat have, up the bedroom. They still have a sexy oh. scene. Mm. And they have like a little sexy scene. They light the candle and, mm. you know, they don't do anything because she's like too pregnant. And she's like, I'm too pregnant. She's like, fuck off. Get off me. <laughs> Get off me, sexy husband. Fuck off. I feel horrible. Um, But before like... The, the sexy time they're like talking on the couch or something and Gina's like taking pictures like she's like let's just take some pictures and Sarah's like okay well I don't have social media so don't post whatever you're taking and Gina's like here hold this wine glass and pretend to drink it it'll be really funny and make silly faces so Sarah's like ha 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 drinking I'm pretending to drink wine and Gina takes the pictures and Sarah's like again don't post that shit I'm not on social media and I don't want any of my stuff on social media. And Gina's like, I won't. Stick a pin in that. Mm-hmm. I won't post it. Don't worry. Pinned. <laughs> yeah. That's pinned. So then we, we cut to the nursery and Sarah and Danny are there and we see the teddy bear. The teddy bear from the beginning. Remember? The bloody teddy bear? Uh-huh. And Danny's like, oh my God, my teddy bear, Mr. Oh, Mr. Le- uh, Hans? Mr. Hans is the name of the teddy bear. Mr. Hans? Yeah, it was so weird. I just wrote it down because I was like, this is strange. And and he's like, I'm so happy to have my childhood thing. And she's like, hooray. So now we know that it's not another house that we were seeing at the beginning. This is the house. This is the bear. This is the bloody queen. the one, yeah. So we know some shit's going to go down. We already Mm -hmm. knew that, though. Um, We did. So then they're doing like mommy yoga. I'm jumping around a bit. Yeah, yeah. But don't worry. Um, So we're doing mommy yoga and... Sarah starts to like feel weird and she like goes upstairs and she's like, I get dizzy walking upstairs. And Gina's like, go lie down in your bed. And you think like, what did she do? Did she do something to make her be weird in mommy yoga? (laughs) Girl, girl, something's going on. Mm -hmm. But she calls Danny and they like make it very clear to like show that there's a landline in the house because it's the mom's house. Mm -hmm. So there's a landline because Gina's like, how did you, how did you call your husband? Your cell phone's downstairs. Like, she's, like, trying to, like, disconnect Sarah from the world. Oh, okay. And she's, like, pissed that Danny's there, too. Very weird. Very weird. And then Danny comes back, and he's, like, oh, I'm going to take care of my wife. And then Gina goes and, like, turns up the thermostat. She's, like, all pissed, and she turns up the thermostat. Like, super high. Like, 90. Oh. So the house will be hot, so Sarah will have a baby. (laughs) (laughs) I think, well, when you're you're pregnant, you're... um, your like base body temperature already goes up like okay. if you know 98 98- it's probably and it well it's like uh like you're, you're kind of all over the like you're either hot or cold like it's there's it's no like menopause you're never times 200 yeah you're never like ah, oh, this is the perfect temperature to be exactly good night everyone <laughs> like that's not how pregnancy is right so she feels like she's in like the fires of hell right now at all times and then and then she thinks it's her. She's like blaming right? the husband and they're like getting into like little fights and stuff. Um, but then we cut to a baby sh- surprise baby shower that uh, I guess Gina throws for her. I guess. 
Or yeah. Allie. Yeah, we don't really know. It's, it's at the at cafe. The cafe. Yeah. So okay. Allie the, is the waitress there, and it's all those bitchy girls again. It's like, <laughs> great, you invited all these bitches to my like, baby I don't, shower. I don't like How the, wonderful. I don't, I don't like these bitches. Um, but Allie is like, you know, taking care of everything, and they go to a little house, or they go back to the house and like drink margaritas that Gina made. And then she's like, take pictures with the margaritas, girls. It'll be funny. Takes pictures. Mm-mm. That's not going to come back. No way. No way. Um, Sarah's like, don't post that on social media. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm like, I won't. I won't. Don't worry. Um, Another then, pin. Yeah. Allie, oh, I already pinned the. Allie's that like. That was, that was an easy pin. They're like talking and like, they're like real friends. You know, like the thing about Lifetime that's nice is that they actually show like friendship uh, rather than Hallmark who, you know, is all about the guy. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so they have like a real friendship and they're like talking and kind of like Allie's like, maybe don't do a midwife. Like you should probably like go to the hospital. She said, what good. if you start bleeding out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, reasonable fear. Um, so Just Sarah's like, OK, I'll think that over. And mm-hmm. they hug and Allie goes to her car and we get a long shot of her walking to her car. So you're like, that bitch, that bitch is dead. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch oh, is yeah. so dead. Yep. And then who comes into the the driveway or the carport? Gina. Gina. And she's got a big ass baby or what is it? Like a little It's like cushion a pillow cushion thing. For like when you're pregnant and like you want back support. She gets uh-huh. in the car and she's like, This was a really nice gift that you got, Sarah. Um and I'm just waiting for these pills to uh pop like start working that I dropped in your drink and I'm gonna steal that baby and now I'm gonna kill you. And she suffocates her in the car and then buries buries her in the woods. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. In my notes, I wrote in all caps, I can't believe she's killing her with the present she bought her. (laughs) So terrible. That's always what happens, though. There's always that the best friend who noticed something is a little bit off. Yeah. Because there was the Ali Danny subplot as well. Yeah. Yes. Talk a little bit about that. Oh, okay. So Sarah's husband, Danny, okay. used well, he grew up in this town and Allie's mm-hmm. been there the whole time. Allie and Danny used to date in high school. Okay. And so Gina, in order to kind of get in between Allie to sep- again separate Sarah from her friends, um, has Allie write down her number on a napkin. She's like, Oh, you know, it might be a good idea for me to have your phone number in case I need to contact you because you're Sarah's best friend. And mm-hmm. Allie's like, Okay, this is kind of weird, but okay. So she writes down her name on the napkin, and then Gina draws a little heart next to it, and then she sticks it in one of Danny's uh, pockets in mm-hmm. the hamper. Ooh, that's clever. Yeah. yeah, and so she tries to draw a wedge in between. Yes. Allie and Sarah yeah. so that Allie, you know, will be Ooh, separated. Oh, that's shit. Oh, that's nasty. That is it's nasty. Really nasty. Clever. Yes. Mm-hmm. Put a heart next to it and just like, flirk. So. Damn, whoever wrote this is fucking nasty. Mm-hmm. Is a nasty person. Well, and since Gina killed Allie, she stole her phone and is still like texting as Allie for some reason, like to keep mm-hmm. the charade going yeah. that. Well, because Sarah would notice eventually like, hey, where's my BFF? Uh, my friend disappeared. Um, right. So she's like kind of stringing her along with that. Um, and of course, Danny uh, gets in trouble for the for the note mm-hmm. or the the, napkin. the phone number. Yeah. And Sarah's like, you know, uh, this is messed up and like you shouldn't be talking to girls. And he's like, if I who writes a number on a napkin, like who does that? I would just put it in my phone. So they're like fighting and Gina's like loving it. She's like watching on her little nanny cam, like just Mm -hmm. eating it up. She's so excited. Um, But then they like reconcile uh, because he goes to like cool off 
downstairs and Gina's like trying to put the moves on him. She's like showing how to Lamaze breathe and like doing it all sexy. Um, but he's like not having it. He's like, I'm going to go back to my wife. They talk and he's like, I'm stressed. I'm like working a lot and I'm traveling for work. And I just would feel better if we did a hospital birth, not a home birth. Cause it's just too stressful right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Sarah's like, okay, that's right. Great. That's right. <laughs> so the next morning, uh, he goes off to wherever his job is taking him, and Sarah's home alone with Gina. She decides to tell Gina that they're going to do a home birth or a hospital birth instead of a home birth. Mm-hmm. Doesn't uh, go well. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Doesn't go mm-hmm. well. So Gina no. crushes up some pills, puts it in Sarah's oatmeal, and drugs her um, into like having contractions or something, right? Yeah. And, you know, there's not, there's, Right. I mean, you can't really do that. I don't know. It's this is a uh, lifetime medicine. Yeah, lifetime medicine is like now you're having contractions. And then she, after the contractions have stopped from whatever medicine she put, she's like, "I called the doctor, and hold on, let me call the doctor in front of you." So she takes the phone. She's like, "Hello, doctor. Hello, doctor. Uh, Hello, it's me, doctor. Gina, uh, your best friend." And she goes into the hallway and for. In case we didn't know that she wasn't really talking to the doctor, she puts the phone down and she's just like talking like, yes, okay, great. All right, I'll do that, doctor. Okay, bye. And then she comes back in. She's like holding the phone up to her ear. And Sarah's like, what did the doctor say? She's like, you're on bed rest now forever. So until you have the baby, you're on bed rest. (laughs) Then we got a montage of bed rest, which is really unnecessary, but kind of funny. (laughs) It's like Sarah... Uh, lying one way on a pillow Sarah. <laughs> dun, dun, yes dun, and it's like very dramatic dun, music dun, dun. she's like playing on her phone she's like watching tv she's like studying for the bar <laughs> unnecessary but she's just having a great time cutting her toenails but she can't reach her feet oh because she's pregnant because <laughs> she's pregnant <laughs> wow, okay. wow. yeah um so sarah like is on bed rest she calls the mommy meetup group and because she missed a meeting and she felt bad and What's her name? Kelly? Kelly, yeah. Kelly's like, why are you calling me, you dumb bitch? I don't want to talk to you anymore. I'm hanging up. And Sarah's like, what's going on? Why are you being extra mean to me now? You're always mean. But But why why are you being really mean? It was more covert. Yes. You know. Yes. Well, turns out, Drew, there's some pictures that were posted online of Sarah drinking while she's pregnant. Drinking while she's pregnant. Mm, who took those pictures? Mm-hmm. So Sarah now knows that Gina's up to no good. She starts like sleuthing online and she like mm-hmm. discovers she first she looks on Facebook and sees like her pictures that on this fake account. And she's like, what the fuck? And she like looks up Gina, whatever her last name is on Facebook, finds nothing, goes to like a little present that Gina got for the shower, looks up the number calls the place and is like uh someone bought this gift do you have the name of who it is because i want to send like a thank you or whatever and nice nice, yeah and then smart she gets the name looks up the the name on facebook and sees gina her real name's laurianne laurianne and she's posting on her social media pictures of her being pregnant like pointing at the calendar and like all this in the nursery in Mm -hmm. sarah's nursery Basically intending to pretend like this baby's hers and steal the baby is is the what she finds out. Oh, God. Yeah. So, so is a, mm-hmm. Sarah texts oh. Kelly and Allie, our friend who's dead. Uh-huh. And she's like, guys, some crazy shit's happening. I'm really freaking out. Like, can somebody like, you know, check on this girl? And Allie's like, 
Oh, don't worry. It'll be fine. Gina's great. Smiley face emoji, smiley face emoji, smiley face mm. emoji. Oh, and she knows. She's like, she no. knows Allie would Allie never hates do that. Emojis. Oh. And it is the most oh, dramatic realization. <laughs> like, I, I will show you after this, Drew. Yeah. It is literally like the emojis pop up and the music's like, dun, dun, dun. Oh, yes. Dun. <laughs> it is so ridiculous. Well, then all communication cuts off. Internet goes out. Uh, phone line goes dead. Uh, cell phone reception dead. She, she just has a... Somehow. <laughs> oh, she's also a hacker. Sure. Yeah. And... Sarah, Sarah's like trying to get get out of the house. She's trying to get down the stairs, but she can't make it because the stairs make her dizzy and she like passes out. And Gina's like, I told you not to go on those stairs. <laughs> then they wake up. I'm going to try to get through this as fast as I can. Yeah. Uh, they wake up and Gina's like, I'm trying to kill you. I'm taking your baby. Uh, I'm going to murder you. And now your husband's going to come. I'm going to murder him. I'm going to take this baby. I wish that these were the lines. No, like, it basically you, is I the lines. Yeah. Some of the lines. Like, she says, I'm no. I'm going to murder you. I'm going to fucking take your baby. I'm going to kill your husband. <laughs> That's how it is. She said, now I'm going to have to kill him in front of you. And then her rationale for wanting to take this baby is is weird she's like emotionally you're weak this baby needs to be raised by strong people you're someone who Mm -hmm. thinks the world is is supposed to change for you but the world doesn't cut you breaks i mean you do i guess i don't know it it's weird yeah we need a more backstory on gina gina wants to make america great again (laughs) sure i guess she was like yeah essentially just some social darwinism right here yes (laughs) Oh, you're just a what are they what are they called butterfly or whatever the snowflake snowflake you and your snowflake husband y'all just snowflakes oh boy I'm gonna kill you <laughs> and your husband your snowflake husband I'm gonna take your snowflake kid and make him an See, acorn but again you're doing a really good Kentucky accent and she didn't have one actually I'm not I don't even know that's you had like, one that's like Texas hey it doesn't matter <laughs> for me directing a lifetime movie I'd be like great keep that. <laughs> Keep that. Good choice. Just make it consistent. Yeah, make it consistent, Allie. Thank you for the notes. You're welcome. (laughs) Uh, I direct sometimes. So anyways, uh, Danny, of course, comes home. He's like, my baby's here. My baby's here. And then Gina's behind him with a bat. She like knocks him in the head. She's like, you dead. And then Sarah's like, I got to get out of here. She like somehow like gets out of there and gets some like something from the pantry and throws it at Gina. Mm-hmm. What was it? Like cayenne pepper or something? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a good <laughs> Might one. as well have been. I it, I was, it was a very weird tactic to get an escape. Flower would be She hilarious. threw like stuff in Gina's eyes and then Gina's like, I can't see. So then oh, Sarah yeah, runs pepper. into the woods yeah. and Gina can't find her in the woods. So she goes back to the house and starts a fire in the house. She's a pyro <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is the lifetime yeah. budget where they have that one guy who can do fire effects. <laughs> That's like the one digital effect he can do. So they're like, oh, we'll just throw in a fire. Hey, let me tell you, lifetime, I'll do it half the price. There you of go. That guy who does it, I'll yeah. do it half the price. And they only have one guy. They need to get somebody else on this because this is the second Lifetime movie in a, in a row that's had fire at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh. So Gina is like cornering Danny in like the nursery and she's like, I'm going to kill you in this nursery and you can't stop me. And she's like, I tried to get your gun out of the safe, but I didn't know the password because I thought it was your wife's birthday. But it's not. You don't love her. You love me. And then boom, 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 guns. That's my gun noise. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> 
And it's Sarah with the gun from the safe. <laughs> and that's why the blood splat- splattered all over the crib okay. and on the teddy bear. Because it's Gina's blood. She died. She died. Good. Good. Yeah, Gina, get out of here. You're not a real midwife. So then they get out of the house. We're, you're, we're at the very end. We're wrapping up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Sarah and Danny are like standing outside the house. And Gina somehow makes it to the front door. And you think she's going to leave, but she just like looks at them and turns back and walks into the flames. And then they're like, oh, <laughs> let's go. Let's go get our baby. And they kiss. And that's the end. Right? Yeah. And there's like sirens in the background. That's it. Wow. Is this written by the same one as the last? As the Mommy's Little Angel? Yeah. Good question. I don't know. Um, I bet. I bet I'm gonna I'm going to look it up while we're, we're saying if we're going to pour it up or put a cork in it. Yeah. So what are you thinking? I would say put a cork in it just because I've seen so many other movies like this before that were more well done. Yeah. True. The True. pyro thing was interesting, though, at the end. A little twist. True. I, what you, you know thinking? what? Okay, here, here's what I'm thinking. Blind, <gasps> I'm going to pour it up. Because Ooh. I really think it's the same writer who just does all of the Lifetime jams. So true. Yeah. It's not. It's not. Her okay. name's Latia Colusin. Colustin? Sure. She also directed the movie. Wrote and directed. She has a BFA in theater, and she's from Kentucky. Boom. (laughs) Mind blown. Okay. She's really pulling from some life shit. This is like her life. This is her life. I think so. I think she's the midwife. I think she's a midwife, and she got away. (laughs) This is what happens when you don't like sweet tea. Yes. So I'm pouring it up for that writer-director I'm pouring it up for her... That writer director awesome. combo, like she put her heart into it. Latia, I do no, and good I'll job. tell you what, too. Like those little, I'm I'm pouring it up as well for like these clever little. True, fucking, the emoji know, the, thing. The emoji, like the emoji thing, like you kind of see it, but like that, the, I it's like like con, con artist stuff. Yes, if you can, if you can trick it up, and I'd be like, whoa, damn. You know that you know that director writer has fucking done that before. Like that's yes, brutal. Like that is a brutal fucking move to do. Like just be like, oh, if if I could just have your number and like just so I can contact you and stuff and blah blah blah. On a napkin, and then you write a heart on it and mm-hmm. slip it in. You're right. You ruin you. Compl- There's no explanation for it. You ruin a re- relationship for that. That is. Just by drawing a heart and slipping. Oh, my yep. God. That's fucking brutal. You know <laughs> she's done that before. Hey. Write what you know. Write what you know. That's yeah. right. Write so I'm going to pour it up. I'm pouring it up. Wonderful. Right. So I am also pouring it up. Um, but that wraps up our discussion about midwife, the midwife deception. The midwife deception. Yay. Before we go, I have a B segment today. Yeah. Um, so I yeah. got some intel. Hot <sighs> goss, guys. Ooh. Um, I'm not revealing my source, but I have some actor friends in, in L.A. Yep. And there's some uh, Hallmark casting notices going around. We know we're talking about Lifetime today, but just wanted to jump in on some uh, Hallmark stuff because this description is ridiculous. So they're looking for some people for uh, upcoming film. Do- doesn't say what it is. Um, but they're basically 
looking for white people, but they can't say that. Yeah, they can't say it. So I'll read the description. So they're looking for a principal. The role is bride, a female, 29 to 35, Caucasian, comma, ethnically ambiguous, ambiguous. Hispanic mix, multi-ethnic, but passable as a white person. Well, they have to say is what they're that. yeah oh, is yeah, what yeah. they're saying absolutely yeah. white or passable as a white person and all of them are that all of them yeah. there's three listings here um, so it's just uh, you know Hallmark is saying that oh one more thing before I jump into my spiel about Hallmark saying they're adding diversity but not really um, they're paying these actors five hundred fifty dollars for a twelve hour workday which is not a lot. That's like not a good rate. Is that what that means? Yes. So it's a 12-hour workday. 550 for 12 hours? Yes. And that's Hallmark, who's making hand over fist money, money, money on these oh movies. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. That's what that means? Yes. No they, fucking way. They have a Christmas prince kind of money. And yeah. they're paying people this rate? <laughs> for a principal role. So that means they have they lines. They got Christmas they're, prince money? <laughs> they're not. And that's what the... No, it's not for an extra. It's not way. for. I mean, I think the the rate for extras when Batman Returns was in, or Batman Returns, Batman whatever night whatever in Chicago when it was filming Dark Knight, they paid like that per day for an extra. That's a fucking. That is well, it's a little more than little, a little more than an extra. Yes, for a twelve hour day, and these are like the these, this is principal. Mm-hmm. Principal roles. Is so, this an actual oh, movie though, or is it just oh my a promo? God, it says promo oh, for the promo. thing. So whatever that means, um, mm. which maybe it is for like a commercial or something, which would be different. But that's still not enough. That is still not enough. I don't think so. No. Nope. And their their descriptions are like you know movie descriptions, which are always the worst. Uh, but like they're like. Pretty brown hair, medium length. Uh, there's one part where they're like, must have like nice toned legs. Sallow, medium skin tone. Sweet, yeah. sweet nostrils. Um, no, they don't say that. <laughs> in shape, sporty is good, it says. Yes. So Hallmark fuck, in fuck, 2016 on, committed to adding diversity to their lineup. So to them, that means like, any diversity but mostly passable people who are passably white um so they have in the 2000 well we don't want to scare anyone the 2017 season they had (laughs) Catherine bell who's uh armenian uh you know Catherine bell from like jack and stuff yeah um so she's she's armenian and it's not like they're saying that she's armenian in any of the movies she's just like oh well she's armenian we're we're covered we're covered. We're covered. Yeah, easy. And they had the the girl Julie, uh, Julie, what is her name? Uh, Gonzalo from the movie we watched, uh, the sweetest whatever, the sweetest heart or something. The sweetest whatever. Where I was like, oh, she's Latina. I would have yeah. never known. She's like Ar- Argentinian. Um, but she's not. I mean, like, and it's not coming into play in like any of the movies. They're not like she's not like she's not like oh my abuela. Yeah, my abuela. I'm making flan or whatever the fuck. <laughs> she's not. She's like she's not making flan. They did you know have I mean? the Pen Vegas. You know the Pen Vegas? It's like Alexa Pen Vega and Carlos Pen Vega. They're like on Nickelodeon or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, they were in a Hallmark movie last Christmas where they they were like kind of Latino. They like 
did like Latin dancing and like the grandpa made tamales. Oh, it, okay. it was very, yeah. But was, very loose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they didn't. No, it was a manila folder. Right. Like, it was like, yeah, ready? And it's like, Hallmark, if you're going to like be making this commitment to having the diversity, like really do it. Yeah. Or like, you know, don't just have these like passable people. <clears throat> In like white roles, I wonder. Right. I wonder if they're worried about the like their their audience. Yes. Oh, their base is all freaked out, being freaked out about a thing or something. Like, the, or they or they want to be so in the middle of everything that they're just like, I don't. I just don't. Because right. I feel like sometimes there'd be it's it's your your audience. Yes. Would be weird about not not because it is like it's a it's a person of color but it's the statement be like you get your political thing and they're like no no we're actually not trying to be political yeah, like it's no not we just we it's, want to this it's representing oh, we're representing it's representing the, people the United who are States diverse of yeah. like ion is another channel and last christmas they had a black couple disabled couple jewish uh gay people like uh, maybe they weren't in romantic leads but they were represented um sure in the movie like yeah i i can't think of a time but when, did it make as much money True. I mean, I you know what not, I mean. Yeah, like there's a lot of money at stake. That's what they're going for because I'm sure, like, what I see is like someone who at Hallmark, right, is going like, um, God damn it, yes, uh, we absolutely need to do this. However, <laughs> yeah, like, if we if most of our audience wants to make America great again. Like, how do we transition? And I feel like it's just like, we have to just kind of nudge a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, like Catherine Bell, like she could be a white girl, but if you look closely enough... If you look close if you, enough, if you, she's, she's kind, a kind of, of... She could be an Italian. Yeah. Right. You know. But, I mean, Hallmark's not going to do that. And also... uh a reason why they're stating that it's hard to find diversity is because they're filming in Canada, and I guess oh no, there's that's, no that's what they're, they're saying. Like Canada has no diversity; they have none. They have none, none. That's so weird. I live, now look, I don't, I don't know more than someone who is who lives there now. Yeah, and who's all lived their whole life. Right. I lived there for a year. I saw two black people the entire year. I don't know. In Vancouver, a major city. Toronto's different. Oh, probably. Running through yes. the six I didn't, with my woes. I didn't live yeah. in Toronto. I lived in Vancouver, which is supposed to be even more uh, progressive. Yeah. I saw two black people. There, I saw maybe a Mexican person once. Right. Like, there's... I there's no diversity. Well, like there's no diversity. They could always there. if they hire actors. Yeah, in LA they, and in just LA. bring them up. Yeah, or just or in hire Chicago. anyone. Bring them up. That's fine. It's because it's cheaper to film. I don't know. It just is so weird to and me. Actors, like that. <laughs> yeah, they'll work as a local hire too. If you hire someone as like a local hire, I mean, have the actor find. But wherever I they're really do think because because they're doing because Hallmark is not a Canadian company. It is a U, U, U.S. Yes. company. They are. They only use Canada 
because of the tax credits with if they actually used they can hire anyone they want they're i feel like they just are they're trying so hard they like yes we want to get that we want to get that people of color in there we want to get that poc and that shit uh but there a lot of our audience quote unquote wants to make america better get right. great again so and they're it's just, just like it's, and so we're all, it will only be a political thing and they're like no no it's not a political thing we just want to like d- and like always tampons is paying for the commercial space. Like yeah. we gotta we gotta make money off of always always is gonna oh, pull and out. There's so if the much money. Go down. There's so much money involved, and I can't even I can't even comprehend like how hard it would be for someone to just be like who actually personally like even if the CEO of Hallmark right. was like God damn it like the CEO of Hallmark to me I I think that. I think the CEO of Hallmark is a black woman and she just is like, fuck, (laughs) I can't, I, we have to maintain the shit, this thing that we have. I don't know. I'm going off on a tangent, but like that's, but you know what I mean? They're not a black, there's not a black woman. Um, I know, but that's that, that's the, like the thing that I was thinking, (laughs) like, oh man, it's hard. It would be hard for them, I feel right. like. But it's not that hard. No, no, it's not hard at all. I'm just saying that's where their thing is. Uh-huh. I don't know. And they can anyway. always say like, oh, well, we do have black actors. They're playing like the friend of the, the token, lead. Or they're playing the token black girl, an, token, yeah. a Christmas heiress. It was her like boyfriend that she was yeah. going to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're it's covered. like, oh, hey, oh yeah, we're yeah. covered. We, we got, got it. it. We got yeah. it. Oh, they have black friends. They're not racist, you know. Yeah, we're cool. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> but like with know, everything that's going on in the industry, like Hallmark needs to step up and like commit to this because like they they're, really do. they're giving lip service that they're committing to it, but they're not following through. Like Ryan Murphy is a good example of somebody who's following through with what he's saying. Like he's mm-hmm. going to be hiring fifty percent women uh, behind the scenes directing or like giving apprenticeships to women. Yeah, uh, it's Ryan Murphy. Who's Ryan Murphy? Ryan Murphy is Glee. Uh, Glee. American like Horror Story. Gay oh, 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 director, oh, yeah. writer. Right, right, uh, right. But also checking his white privilege because he's a straight gay white man. Mm. Um, is like, I have some work to do. I haven't really been paying attention to this or like, you know, I just kind of work with my stable of people, but I could diversify that. Mm-hmm. And like he has um, Darian Chris is playing Andrew Cunanan on uh, the Versace show right now. Cause, American Crime Story. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's like Darian Chris is half Filipino, and he's playing a half Filipino. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, we have to have somebody who is that. Yeah, We're not just going to put someone and like give them a spray tan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right, yeah. Which is like, if this was on Hallmark, that's totally what they would do. And can we stop with the English taking our white man roles in America <laughs> doing our doing the doing our accent Ugh. Jude let me Law. tell you what yeah the young pope <laughs> oh boy so yeah so Hallmark has some work to do just wanted to bring it up because right. this casting notice was a little ridiculous oh yeah no that's insane um but we'll keep you posted. Like, if my actor friends in LA get get an audition, I'm gonna like bring them up in here and like talk to them. Yeah. Like, What's going on? What did you do? 
Uh, yeah, I want to hear that shit. I want to hear like I, I want to hear what it's like to fucking make one of these. It's crazy. I'm sure because everybody on there knows that like shit's like not right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like mm, I don't know. It's a credit. It's yeah, it's a credit on my I'll res. just do it. But y'all are kind of racist, though, right? It's a little like, <laughs> come on now. Watch it be like completely fine. There's like, actually, no, I did. It's great. I love it. It's great. It's great. ten day shoot, and we're done. Like, Five fifty for twelve hours. <laughs> I'll do it sure, again. Sure, whatever. <laughs> I got fed the whole time. I'm great. This is great. yes. Yep. Okay, sorry about that tangent. Um, no, I'm not sorry about it. <laughs> I'm not sorry. No. We need to be talking about this. Um, Darren, thank you so much. Thank you. I love this. This is great. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything you'd like to plug um, here at the end of the show or social media where we can follow you? Yes, you can follow me at Darren to Dream on Instagram. Love I like it. it. Yeah, totally. That's my that's my Instagram. Oh, you can also follow me at Darren Susan on Twitter. I'm oh. I'm okay at Twitter. I'm not that great. No Instagram's one, more fun. Yeah, no one, Instagram's no more fun. No one gives a shit about Twitter. Yeah. It's mostly just my thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> hey, your thoughts are great. That's why I had you on this podcast. Thank you. Uh, Drew, where can we find you? You can find me, as always, at uh, Drew Butt with Pants. So, unfortunately, I have pants now. Well, there Sorry. you go. Sorry. You should do no pants during this podcast. Not sexually harassing you, but I'm fine with it. Just saying. Okay. Okay, we'll great. do it next time. Um, and you can follow me at Patrick Miguel. Really? Next, <laughs> next, <laughs> yeah, next time's time. no pants. No pants. I think Susan Harmon's our guest, so we'll run that by her. Oh yeah, no, she lives in the fine. building. She lives. She's right over here. She cannot so. wear pants. Uh, anyways, you can follow me at Patrick Miguel, <laughs> the podcast at Life to Court. Visit our website, lifetimeuncourt.com. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Emojis, please. We're not scared of them, and we're not going to die. An emoji and have it be scary. <laughs> Okay, that's it for this episode. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Bye.